Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, May 30th. To Titus, my true son in our common faith. Today's scripture reading is found in Titus chapter 1, verses 1 through 4 from the New International Version, which reads, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ to further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness in the hope of eternal life which God, who does not lie, promised before the beginning of time and which now at his appointed season he has brought to life through the preaching entrusted to me by the command of God our Savior. To Titus, my true son in our common faith. This is God's word. Our first anchor passage is drawn from the book of Titus, which is one of Paul's letters in our New Testament. One of the shorter letters, three chapters, 46 verses, and taking about seven minutes to read from beginning to end. The rhythm and role of these devotions as we encounter each of these anchor passages is to provide the introduction, background, setting, and context. With shorter books such as Titus, we'll have the liberty of reading through the entire book before handing you the specific text which forms the anchor passage that will be introduced for you to read and contemplate a bit prior to the Sunday teaching. So here we are this week with Titus. If you have access to the internet and can pause to do it, you can watch the Bible Project's overview video of Paul's letter to Titus on their website, bibleproject.com. Just go to their videos and find Titus in their list of New Testament book overviews. It will take just slightly longer to watch their well-crafted summary than it takes to read the letter itself. And it's worth the time. If you're just listening to this and really can't pause to watch that summary, well, here are the highlights. Titus, a Latin name meaning honored, or as the First Nations version renders it, big man, which I actually love because that makes this a letter from small man, that would be Paul, to big man, that would be Titus. You've got to love it. Let's just say Paul no doubt loves putting himself in his place every time he says his name, small man. An entire sermon about leadership and mentoring is found right here in these names. Small man, the leader, writing to big man, the apprentice, the learner. But I digress. Titus was a Greek follower of Jesus that often accompanied Paul in his travels and did so in a pivotal moment in church history when he accompanied Paul to Jerusalem during the whole controversy over whether or not non-Jewish believers had to be circumcised in order to truly belong. Titus was the test case. Talk about high stakes on a mission trip. A still very much uncircumcised Titus appears several more times in Paul's correspondence as a reliable co-worker and brother, or as addressed in this letter, his true son in the faith. His current mission? To follow up Paul's previous groundbreaking work on the island of Crete, translated Flesh Eater Island in the First Nations version, how's that for a travel brochure? right off the coast of Greece. Crete had several key port cities frequented by vessels from all over the Mediterranean, and so was ripe ground for a network of healthy Jewish communities. 
It was the task of the big man, Titus, to carry that work forward to the next stage of growth and maturity through appointing healthy leaders in each community and to stand up to the toxic ones. In doing so, Paul lays out the parameters of the new household formed by Christ with healthy interactions between men and women, young and old, as well as between masters and slaves. Human slavery being a fact in Paul's world that wasn't directly assaulted, but subtly undermined by the way of Jesus, as that way was embraced and practiced over time. Then Paul paints a portrait of the new humanity God is shaping in Jesus, as opposed to the old one exemplified in the notoriously carnal and cheating Cretans. They were liars, and they were proud of it. At the center of this portrait of this new humanity is another of Paul's poems or hymns celebrating God's kindness and love, which ushers in this better way of being human and doing life. A brief motivational letter to the big man on a relatively big island. Crete is long and thin, 160 miles in length and varying from seven and a half miles to 37 miles wide with the big, if not somewhat Herculean, task of helping to shape a new humanity amidst the rough-and-tumble world of Flesh Eater Island. And now, to the reading of the letter. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder. Paul's letter to Titus reflects the trusting delegation of a key task to another. How easily does such delegation come to you? Why can it be so hard for us to trust others with a task rather than just doing it ourselves? When's the last time you were entrusted with such a task? What did you do with that trust? Lord, speak to us through the pages of this ancient letter. Give me ears to hear and eyes to see. Draw me to the words you intend me to carry for the journey ahead, centering truths, steadying realities, spiritual lifelines to help me root into you in the storm and swamp and doldrums of life. Through your mercies. <laughs>